everybody. Welcome back to the PC Perspective Podcast. This is episode 625 for April 21st, 2021. I'm Sebastian Peak. I'm Jeremy Holstrom. I'm Josh Walrath. And tonight's episode is so filled full of Apple goodness that you can call me Brett Mossberg for the entire episode, if that's okay with everybody. Didn't he used to play football? No. In the Canadian Football League, sure. That aside, uh, we do this every week, most weeks, and you can mm-hmm. find out when we go live for our podcast recording sessions or anything else we choose to do. Some plans for that in the near future, I think. We should start streaming some more stuff. But hey, go to pcper.com slash subscribe. You'll get an email that lets you know. We try to do it like an hour before we go on. So you have time to prepare. Get yourself a snack. Grab your favorite beverage. Just make a night of it. You and us together. Yeah, uh, it's going to be fun. Support the site at patreon.com slash pcper. Uh, a new member, Brett? You know, we do. And um, this is uh, someone who said he's been enjoying the show for a really long time and um, would like to get on board and help support us and help keep the lights on, pay the bills, you know, keep the train rolling. His name is Imaginos. I tried to put a little gravitas in that. Did it work? Imaginos. So thank you, man. Wasn't he like the star of Imaginos, Hands of Fate? Uh, didn't he mm, star master. opposite? Wasn't yeah. that? Oh, you're thinking of Mysterio, the, uh, the Spider-Man no, nemesis. Manos oh, and Fade. It's the worst movie ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Created, funded by a Texas fertilizer baron. Yes. And if you think that I'm joking, you're not. You need to go watch you, you Manos. Watch and what was the Torgu? Tor- Tor- Torgo. 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 Torgo with the incredibly disfigured knees. Yes. Yeah, you'll 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 need to go watch uh yeah. Manos. If you thought Plan 9 from outer space was bad, proving believe me you've got a treat. <laughs> proving you never know where this show will go. Stay tuned. Well, we know where the show inevitably goes, unless Josh lets us down. Burger update. Oh. Josh, please tell me you had a burger this week. I, I did have a burger this week, so I, I teased out a little bit earlier, and it's like, you know, the burger special today is is called Glazed and Confused, and and take from that what you will. And, and you know, I thought going into this week, I talked to somebody, and I said, wow, you know, he's going back and forth and, and, and talking about burgers. And I thought, you know, I wish kind of we had a five guys here because sometimes you just you just want a regular cheeseburger. You just want the basics with Ketchup, mustard, pickles, onions, cheese, double patties, and and just Ketchup, you know lettuce on a sesame maybe some bun. seasoned fries and yeah and then and then this happened the glazed and confused this is a double cheeseburger so two patties two slices of American cheese topped with bacon sandwiched in between two glazed donuts. That's. I I read the description and what it was all in it, and I had to forego the fries and just go straight to a salad because this is this is so incredibly unhealthy. This is like probably twenty five hundred calories in one burger, and so this has been my only meal for the day. 
and it will be probably until later, far later tomorrow, because I'm, I'm glazed and confused and it was, uh, and it was good. It was, you know, salty with the, the beef and, and the American cheese and, and the bacon. It was, it was savory. And then you add that sweetness of, of the glazing as well as kind of the, you know, the, the bready, nutty flavor of, of a donut. And, uh, it is a unique experience. I can't do this again for a long time. That's probably why they offer it only once a year. Oh, it scares me in a way that nothing since the KFC double down has. Yeah. Yeah. I, Josh, I just got word that the podcast next week is sponsored by colon cleanse. So I'll be planning my funeral soon. Don't do that. You have to stay alive so you can do things like help us analyze the latest Radeon drivers because the new drivers, whenever they drop, they're obviously the big story of the week. And in this rather subdued podcast we've had so far, I think it's perfect to transition into a story about graphics drivers. But hey, it's more than just graphics drivers. It's new features. It's Adrenaline 21.4.1. And I I'm on I feel like I'm in motion just looking at that picture. I know, isn't it? It's yeah. just there's there's a lot going on here. And yes. They've got Let's let's just go through some of the talking points here. Customizable Lex. installation options, enhanced recording well, and streaming functionality. Of. Well, I mean, Next. they had to compete Person, with oh, yes. Nvidia. They're trying to bring the total software package together. They're missing one key component I mentioned in here, but they they've got AV1 support, which is actually hardware support in their oh. GPUs. Yes. And there's a new um AMD Link now lets you do remote gaming on Windows PCs in addition to phones, tablets, and TVs. So they're trying to be as feature complete as NVIDIA here, I think. And simplifying things a little bit. I know that uh, performance tuning is a little bit different. I haven't played with it yet. But people are reporting good things, at least. Color deficiency correction is a new one. They had a few, a few slides that I present here. You can do custom installation. Uh, the simplified recording and streaming thing like NVIDIA Studio like, but not with the, I don't think they have any of the camera stuff. And they're enabling the AV1, which is hardware in the RDNA 2 graphics cards. And anyway, the notable exception here is Fidelity FX. So that's still not enabled. That's still coming. Otherwise, this would be pretty feature complete as software packages go. Or am I wrong? They do one thing better than NVIDIA does. Which is? Hardware monitoring. I, I've got my entire CPU up there now. Because I, I meant to update this so I could actually take a look at it and you know discuss it in a reasonable manner, or at least an impression thereof, but I didn't get around to it until today. And no, one of the things that I liked about it is that when you enable it, as you'd expect, it's got the, the your frames per second if you're logging in a game. It's got your GPU and your VRAM, but it happily monitors like the voltage, the the current, the, the temperature, my peak clock speed of the 5800X, and a token about how much RAM is being used at the time, system RAM. So that's actually 
kind of nice to have because it's presented in an easy way. Uh, some of the other ones don't do it and you can immediately start logging and it'll actually give you uh, at, at an interval of your choice uh, a, a long log of how you've been doing. So that actually kind of impressed me. It's, it's kind of nice to have my uh, processor being presented right there inside of my graphics driver. You know, I'm, I'm glad that AMD is again stepping up in terms of uh, uh, features and giving users more things for free through software updates. That's a big positive. It helps them. It helps their partners. But, of course, if you've been watching Newegg prices on Radeon 6000 series, you know the partners and distributors don't need a whole lot of help right now because it's awful. How's my color? Is it too bright? Do I need to turn it down? Uh, See, that's better. Now you can really see the red come out as I'm angry. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. More balanced. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit bit more ruddy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. But uh, yeah, it's it's nice to get things for free. And, uh, you know, it's interesting that, you know, we get these new drivers out. And of course, uh, uh, what's the thing that they announced for Xbox Series X? The Supreme FX? What was the, was the thing that they announced today that they're giving, uh, upgrading I Xbox Series was- I thought it There's was like part of Fidelity FX, but no. Games of some sort? I think it is Fidelity FX. Okay. They're opening that up now to developers on on Series X, uh, X and S. But which makes sense. That's a same architecture. Positive. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They can already take advantage of DXR, so it, it's a nice thing to be able to do the kind of resolution scaling. Yeah. That so AMD's kind of you know doing some positive things for consumers. Uh, for free and we need that and you know i mean for the longest time nvidia has been the gold standard for uh for drivers and software and so it's good to have competition now um now if they had a, a good competitor competitor to nvnc because that's 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 such such a killer app i know they have streaming support in here but not like that Let's let's take a gander. Yes, it was just, Fidelity FX. Yes, for FX, Xbox XR or FX SR. Yeah, well, right, FSR. Yes, but I just want to. I'm trying to socialize the name because I want to get it out there that that AMD has a cool name too. Laying the groundwork for super resolution, a DLSS yeah. competitor. Yes, which except is, it doesn't rely on AI, right? Yeah, so it's just yeah. so I have no idea how they're doing sharpening. Yeah, it's, it's they're it, well, using they're using Microsoft's built-in ability to do it. That's how they're enabling it. It's it's coming right. straight out of, straight out of Microsoft's OS. Are you being sarcastic, or are you talking about no? I'm not. DXR no, it's really true. Okay. No, that's okay. rebranding resolution scaling. Well, not exactly. DirectX. Well, then they're, say they're, they're using what Microsoft's enabled enabled ability to handle it, and it does have a certain amount of, I believe, uh, I. This is a couple weeks ago, but it has AI in it. Everything has but AI in it now. Yes, yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Including our sponsor. Even my cat. You know, you know what else has yeah. AI in it? Apple's M1, Apple's M1 processor. We buried the lead. 
we are 20 minutes into our stream here. We're probably about 15 minutes into uh, the podcast proper at this point, and we still haven't talked about the iMac. Apple, Hooray. a few years ago, famously, infamously, asked, what is a computer? They'd given up on the desktop. And the iMac had looked the same for years, this flat front with a bulging back and whatever the latest generation minus one of Intel processors was and latest generation minus one of AMD graphics because they won't work with NVIDIA anymore. And you don't have to worry about that anymore because Apple's shedding Intel left and right. The latest, I think the only thing left besides the older iMacs is the Mac Pro, right? They haven't actually released a M1 Mac Pro yet. Uh, the 16-inch MacBook Pro. I'm pretty sure they're still selling that. Higher-end iMacs and the MacBook Pro. So it's just the 13-inch MacBook Pro, Mac Mini, and now iMac. Which replaced the 21-and-a-half-inch iMac. Mm -hmm. and I feel like I haven't done any research into the actual dimensions of these things, but the new 24-inch, because it has smaller bezels, I'm guessing the footprint is not a whole lot bigger than the 21 and a half was. You are correct. They have made the, they've made the screen larger and hit at that 24 inch size, but they've done it in about the footprint of the 21.5 due to the decrease in the bezels. You are correct. The bezels, which are all white. These are of course available in seven different colors, including the standard, you know, plain silver aluminum. And so we're back to 1997 again with the different, like the Bondi kind of. blue and the indigo mm -hmm. and kind of making the desktop fun again. This friendly, fun, thin thing that's ultimately kind of like an iPad Pro with a bigger screen on a stand. Kind of, yeah. I mean, they all have the same processor now. Even the iPad Pro, which we don't have to talk about that too much, but the iPad Pro has the M1 in it. This has the M1. I was curious about the fact that they're offering two different configurations of the same M1 because you can get this with an 8-core CPU and 7-core GPU or 8-core GPU. And the 8-core GPU yeah. costs more. A couple hundred bucks, yeah. I thought M1 was just M1 and you chose how much RAM you wanted. Hey, when you have chips rolling off the line that don't have all of their GPUs uh, capable of operating off of the chip, what do you do with some of those? <laughs> you create a new SKU. And just say, this one has seven. Because that's all that came out of the, the oven working. I, see, I don't know, it's smart. I I, I, all the manufacturers do it. I'm not, I'm not down on them for doing this. Oh, I'm they down. They put a lot of money into making this. Okay, well, Josh is down on it. I, I don't know. I've been pretty down on Apple stuff for a while. And this is just kind of silly. And it's very sort of refreshing looking to me. I can just see this as being... For a family that has shifted away from a desktop, and I feel like most people yeah. are on laptops now, my wife lives on laptops and phones. The only reason she uses a laptop is because work provided one. Mm -hmm. And otherwise, she's on her phone exclusively. Any of my family members I can think of exclusively live on laptops. So the idea of putting this one somewhere where the family can get to it, even if they just use it as a big screen, I I'm interested. I want to hear it. They claim the speakers are really good. We'll see. They put a lot of effort into that. I mean, they, they talk about it a lot. Counteracting what they're calling subwoofers to reduce resonance and increase the throw and the spaciousness of it. And they're comparing it to 
multi-speaker high-end Dolby Atmos. This I got to hear. Oh, yeah? No, oh, that's, yeah. There's, that's hard every, one to believe. Every laptop that we cover, every laptop PR talks about their Atmos sound now. Well, you know, it, it kind of sounds almost like a description of, of 70s hi-fi stuff that you just went through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But look, quad channel moonbeam. But look, the power triple quartz rock. Yeah, vital for yeah, a desktop we, experience. The power connector is magnetic. You need that, dude. That's obviously. thick. <laughs> oh, but you know, the uh, power cable also incorporates the Ethernet. So not you know, the, on the low end. I know. Isn't someone, that weird? I wanted to bring this but, up. Josh, I to bring hey, this Josh. up. You go ahead. Go ahead. I don't. I don't know. I just. I just. He was. He was on the switcher. So I went back to him. Uh, yeah. It's they're they're they don't show this in the pictures. Like, what are you getting in the box? Uh, let me try to find that. I'm of course on their well, press hey, release here. Real, but they I'll use just, a power brick like top, a MacBook yeah. Pro. They use a power brick. Kinda. They're old monitors. They're old. Like um, I'm trying to remember. Era 2012, 2013 era monitors. Also had a brick, external brick, a lot like this. They had a um, like uh. It was they were the only one that used it, and they had to power the monitor. And this is the way they brought in the uh, display as well. So they've done this kind of thing before, where they're, they've double used the brick to bring in data at the same time and power the monitor. So this isn't the first thing you know for them. But I wanted to point out that the low end, like you were talking about, not only only has two Thunderbolt ports on the back instead of two Thunderbolt ports and two USB three. The power brick does not include the gigabit Ethernet port on the low end, as well as there's some um, seven GPU cores, like you were talking about, and I think less um, less storage. I think it's like 256 or something like that. I have to go to the page and look, but yeah, 256. You have to spend 16.99 to get the one with the uh, yeah. 512 standard, and there's no information about pricing on the memory upgrades, which are upgradable up to 16 from the stock eight eight gigabytes in all configurations stock. Even the $1,699 model only has 8 gigabytes. So that's, I don't really understand that. I mean, I do, because yeah. they make more money by giving you less RAM. But mm -hmm. I mean, the appeal of this, I mean, I'm not sure I understand, because I'm just not in the market. So I, it's for other people, I guess. Right, because but it's, if, it's if an M1-powered Mac, and that's not your yeah. bag. Your bag is, you know, no, it w no, we homebrew Intel-powered yeah. Mac. I, you know, if, if nothing else, I love Apple embracing the M1 just to shut down all the Hackintosh people. Because you know what? If you have you, good PC hardware and you don't want to run Windows, there are so many flavors of Linux that you could explore. It would blow your mind. Don't worry about Mac OS just irritates me. I used to like We're gonna it. We're going to have a conversation. Like, I'm glad you finally era. come to this realization. But We're going to have a conversation. Every year, <laughs> Mac OS strips out like pro level features like uh power user features bits. it strips out legacy support and it just pushes you down this narrow ipad like path where everything has to be ios so I'm proud of you sebastian no the first step on realizing you're in an abusive relationship is admitting to yourself that you are <laughs> the victim and not the abuser that's Thank stunning you. and brave it's stunning and brave that what they're doing. They're, See, they're this, not hurting anyone. This side of the podcast here, <laughs> this, is my, this is my support. <laughs> uh, I think they, this is interesting about? to me anyway. Let's look, look at the colors, the colors. All right, let's move on. All right. Uh, anybody have anything else to say about this? It's the same processor we've been talking about for a year now. Well, buy, an, I, buy a Mac mini, 
buy a Mac Mini and a 4K display. If you really want this experience, stretch your dollar. Get an iMac and a 4 no, no, Jeremy, if you really want this experience, preface, rest of statement, <laughs> buy an iMac and a 4K display. I can't imagine who this is for unless they're just appealing to the to people who want to have a weirdly colored Mac. If you truly you're just, yeah, but it, you're just be the bitter. Bricked. I I'm knew you would be bitter too, Brett. I knew I'm it. Not but it's like buying heritage like tomatoes. Not a lot. Not a lot. Just maybe a little. My muted. Yeah, I like heritage no. tomatoes. No, what's the well, heritage? Yeah, I mean, tomato? you know, you they're they're grown, they're they're grown, and they're special, and they they don't use any of that other DNA from from Monsanto and other guys, and so you get the oh, you get the pure steak. the pure beefsteak heritage tomatoes by buying this colored iMac. <laughs> yeah, what's well, the beefsteak tomatoes? I got the problem with. Screw the flavor. We want to beg and to ship beg. We like them big and round. Mm, double up. Mm, mm. Hmm. The only thing I, I have to thank them for is to finally fix that stupid remote for their Apple TV. They, how many times mm -hmm. did they screw that up? Eight times. So it's Six aluminum and not glass this time? Yeah, they got no, rid of the glass panel. It's, it's glorious. It, it finally has an panel. end. It's not like does, which does, end is. What do you mean finally? This, is, this looks like the Apple TV remote from... Five years ago, four years ago. No, I, I not quite. So do you have blue tape on, on your remote at home? Sebastian, I did until it got lost. Child. <laughs> no, I'm not surprisingly, talking about you. Surprisingly, oh. look, here's the Sebastian. real. The, the, the Apple TV remote lives in the couch somewhere. I'm not sure exactly where. <laughs> it's always in there. It's always between cushions, in between the arm just and the base. In. It's yeah. cold. And it's so slim it's and it's all aluminum that it just slides further and further down when you're trying to find it. It's a pain in the neck, so I usually kind of just work around it. Use the built-in apps on the TV instead, or something. But these I, are I'm, selling points, friends. Like, understand this is what sells these devices from Apple. You know, you know the new uh, Air Tags were created so you could find your Apple TV remote in your home. It's true. It's true. And your iPods. The next time I find my Apple TV remote, I'm going to put an Air Tag on it. I wish that wasn't true, but it kind of is. I don't know where it is. Well, let's let's break here from this scintillating discussion to hear from our podcast sponsor this week. Paying off debt can feel like an uphill battle, especially if you've managed to build a new gaming system lately and maybe snagged a new 6800 XT or an even an RTX 3080 because that sets you back plenty. Or maybe the business slowdowns have put you in a real pinch in your cash flow situation. You might have high interest credit with minimal monthly payments that are practically designed to keep you in an endless cycle of debt. Well, there's a company called Upstart that can help you get ahead of this. Upstart is a fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan, and it's all done online. You could be paying off credit cards, doing a high interest consolidation, or just refunding personal expenses. Over half a million people have already used Upstart to get a simple, fixed monthly payment. Unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score, like your income and employment history. That means they can offer smarter rates with trust partners. Their mission is to enable effortless credit based on true risk because you're more than just a single number. Affordable credit matters. It's a fact of life, unfortunately, and you should feel empowered to take control of your debt and financial future. Find out how Upstart and their AI lending platform can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash pcper. That's upstart.com slash pcper. Don't forget to use our URL so they know we sent you over. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit score, income, and certain other information provided on your loan application. So go over to upstart.com slash pcper and get started today. We're back. And this time we're going to talk about NVIDIA. Another A word? An ARM. An ARM. In the UK. 
and apparently complications of the acquisition. Jeremy, can you tell us more? Well, I mean, would you have guessed national security concerns being the reason that uh, the UK government has decided to try and get uh, the purchase of ARM by NVIDIA looked at? No, they hey, made not that anti-competitiveness, up. not anti-monopoly, national security, because uh, the... Yeah, how do you politely describe a member of the House of Lords? I, I don't think you actually can at this point, but... Well, didn't Monty Python do a do a skit about them? Just not just one, not just one. But the the, the guys of the Olympics. What was that called? Upper class twit of the year. Yes. 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 So one of the uh, winners of the upper class twit of the year competition, in that you know he actually survived it, didn't just shoot himself in the head. You have got to watch the skit to get it. Uh, has realized somehow that. A huge amount of the infrastructure of England is running on ARM processors. This comes as no surprise to anyone else who knows anything about the infrastructure of their company, because guess what? You're running on ARM too. Uh, in fact, I, I dug it out in Q4 of 2020. Just just that quarter, during like a really crappy quarter when they weren't really be able to sell stuff, they still shipped 6.7 billion chips. When you talk ubiquitous, you're talking ARM. And so this is what they're going for, is because NVIDIA is going to be buying UK, or buying the uh, UK campus of ARM and ARM as well, because part of it is Cambridge. They're, they're worried about this. Now, they, they kind of are losing any argument because this already happened back in 2016 when SoftBank a uh, conglomeration of a variety of different companies purchased the vast majority of ARM and it sailed through with, you know, not much of an objection. So this is just the next uh, roadblock in the middle of the, the acquisition of ARM by NVIDIA. We, we've already seen uh, the, UK, or the USA uh, is uh, a little bit upset. Qualcomm, understandably, not really liking this. And... We're we just waiting to see which other countries are going to pile on because this is a huge thing. I mean, it's probably not the biggest acquisition in the history of computing from a dollar standpoint, but from just seriously how much ARM runs, it is huge. Jensen promises, you know, that there's going to be no changes. This actually makes sense. ARM makes huge amounts of money. Everyone's their customer. Why would you mess with this business model? Then again, it is Jensen. He likes to change things. We're going to see. 2021 is going to be interesting to see how these challenges come up and what's going to happen eventually, or at least how long they delay the purchase, because I don't think any of us really think it's actually going to be held up. If the UK already approved selling it to SoftBank, then yeah. why would they care that a US company, if we're like allied with the UK, then uh, who cares? There's probably other reasons behind this, and, and they're potentially using this as a vehicle to put the brakes on it. Right. Yes. Like some pressure from very powerful special interests said, hey, yes. invoke national security. Stop this. Do, do something. And all of a sudden, a bunch of people are going to pay attention where they wouldn't for a monopoly argument. Or and then you get the pile on to say, oh, yeah, let's put some effort behind this and say, oh, yeah, us too. We have concerns. Please, no. 
Uh, you know, I'd be curious how many arm processors are actually used in in defense. Uh, we know that, that it's finally on Mars, but yep. a lot of avionics and stuff use homegrown chips that hmm. are not well known. Arm is well known. The architecture mm -hmm. is well known. The designs are well known. Why would any defense group making even turnkey stuff go for an ARM processor when, you know, you, you've got, yeah, I mean, you know, really the first CPU that you could call that was, was developed for the F-14 fighter in the late 60s. And a lot of those things were eventually kind of carried over and not, you know, directly, but Intel did stuff with the, uh, the 404 and the 8088 and then on to the 8086. Um, but yeah, well, it just, uh, I mean, it's frustrating because there's, there's just so much Remember homegrown the stuff that 2? they use. Well, I do, but everybody now can have as many teraflops of, of compute because, you know, back then it was supercomputing laws. And yeah, the, the, the PS2 yeah, was, yeah, you know, a, a high performance. Yeah, to do that, just because it, it had the teraflops. Now you could go and buy that, that wafer level chip of, you know, three, uh, what is it? Not. Oh, God. It's, it's ridiculous. Trillion. 2.6 trillion right, transistors yeah. that does amazing things with AI. And if you wanted to, anybody really could buy. I mean, it's supercomputer on a wafer. I mean, yep. sure, it, it probably takes up 1,500 watts plus. Uh, but you can you can get, you know, you, you buy a, a graphics card on the black market, which you can do. And yeah, that's, you that's, buy a graphics well, card. Where? Yeah. Where? Yeah. Where? Well, I mean, for a lot of money. A lot of black market. Oh, okay. For, Just for, uh, yeah. Got it. Go to, to Iran, <laughs> go on the eBay's and, and get, you know, 13 terabyte, uh, teraflops of, of performance uh, for, for 3,000 bucks. That's. Yeah, that's just that's insane. Compute well, is, we gave is him just, the money. Yeah. Okay. Let's not let's not get no, political and, here. Gosh, I mean, I love you, but <laughs> security through obscurity doesn't have a good background. Like the history doesn't necessarily lead that that is the best way to go. It's not the stupidest way to go. Yeah. But I mean, on one hand, you've got obscurity. On the second, you've got something that is tested constantly, and True. people usually find the faults of it and through firmware and software, you can work around those, those faults. You'll, you'll impact performance, but so I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't have a good answer because you bring up a good point. And plus I'm just not very smart. So no, you are. Mm. No, I'm not. Listen, uh, the GPU, I can eat burgers and I can eat them well. And I can even uh, describe them yeah. somewhat adequately, but that's I seem take pictures too. You seem mm -hmm. slightly above average. Just that's just me though. Yeah. Just slightly mm. above average. Maybe it's in comparison to myself. That's Please tell it. me this next story is just some sort of a horrible It's not. Joe. Yes, it's a horrible I mean the the picture is uh, well. I mean Chia <laughs> okay. Pat, uh what is this guy again? I cannot remember his name. Richard Simmons, baby. Richard Simmons, Richard, that's right. Richard Simmons. So not not on, Chia, Richard one more, Simmons. One more, one more. You can do it. <laughs> a uh, Chia, but, Richard uh, Simmons. Uh, but now you've got a real reason to hate Chia. 
Chia, so Chia, Chia is the name of the coin? Yes. Except okay. it's not really a coin. It's a crop. Because okay. you're not a miner. You're so, a farmer. I'm sorry. Okay. What? Yeah. You... You, you are a farmer because what you are doing is buying up as much SSDs as you possibly can so that you can mine on them because we haven't ruined enough with crypto coins yet. The idea behind Chia is not so much that you are doing the processing as it is that you have donated terabytes worth of space to the Chia project. And there are various hashes that are stored in there. So the bigger your storage area, the more chance you have that the hash stored randomly on there will closely match the algorithm that was just run because the bit, the sorry, the, the blockchain needed to be expanded to incorporate a new thing. And so instead of doing all the, the, the chewing yourself, the network does, and it goes out and it looks and it finds the SSD that is the fastest to respond and has the closest hash to what they're looking for. And congratulations, you now have a bit more Chia, or at least you have proof of space and proof of time because it is not just, you know, a proof of concept or anything. It's a, you prove that you have the space there and you prove that you had it at that time. And there is a delay in time just to make sure that someone can't do a 51% attack from you, except for the fact that it's built on the entire freaking bloody system that Ethereum and them want to go to, which is totally and completely vulnerable to the 51% attack, where once you own 51% of the coin, you can essentially just say, nope, those transactions are invalid. It's actually mine. And 51% of people agree with you. To make it even better, and uh, for anyone looking to throw someone, throw something at someone, this is the guy that uh, put out BitTorrent. Ram Cohen. He's, he's the twat that's figured this out. At best guess, they are going to launch this and already have petabytes worth of these hashes sitting there already ready to go. There is no way that someone joining into it could ever possibly fricking own more of these coins than the people launching it because that's a successful business model. Don't get them wrong. That is a very successful way of doing things, but it's also a crap way. It's a dirty but, pool. But, but what if you can try to sabotage them by setting up large arrays of death wish raid? Oh, well, we need to try and just to set up a raid and we're done. It will no, take the whole day. Yeah, I'm just down. worried about Alan, yeah. actually. Alan owns probably more storage yeah, space you than know. any consumer in the world. And yeah, his ownership more, actually uh, moves the needle. Than anyone else. Like, I, if anybody was going to take advantage of this, it would probably be him. But it it's, was. Yeah, it's it so. But even he is going to be tough because these guys have probably been generating hashes since. They put out yeah, but here's the thing. Alan actually stores stuff on his arrays. Right. He likes and to so put why stuff would he, on his storage. Why would yeah. he delete it to just do that? I don't know. Ah, he wouldn't. You're right. It's all crap. It's all crap. So nah, crap. long story crap. short, it's crap. at the same time that flash prices are going up and your SSDs are going to get more expensive, miners are going to be at it and they're going to go up even higher to the point where there's companies in China that is literally... I've heard they already have... Pushing 
I so it, it's, it's, if you took advantage of that four terabyte a data SSD for three eighty nine, consider yourself lucky because it's now five hundred fifty bucks. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I love this comment on Twitter when this story went up. Uh, somebody said, TJ said, next up, mining on monitors. And you know what? What if, what if those old CRTs were great for mining some kind of new or, or high, high refresh displays? Like my 144. <sighs> if you were registered, way... if you had one of those sensors that registers a black and white Exactly. You've got to buy a hardware kit. You could totally do that. And then start flashing, and it, like your monitor itself. You, any any video card, even integrated, as long as it can support a high refresh rate, you have like 144, yeah. 240 hertz refresh. Think of the mega hash rate on that. Do you know how many Sony, Sony Trinitrons I still rate? have? How many Bitcoin? I think I still have three Sony Trinitrons downstairs. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Oh, Those are worth as much as a Bitcoin the these days. They might Depending be. on which one. But do you think three sync or G sync would be better? That's. G Sync, maybe G Sync, uh, there'll be an update from NVIDIA to limit right, hash it rate of G Sync monitors. In there. Yeah, they can limit it. Yeah. They'll limit no, it, but no then more. accidentally re enable it through a uh, beta driver. <laughs> yeah. Or a dev, a dev build. Yeah, it was a dev build. Yes, a dev build. Yeah. Did you know there's a remote code execution flaw in Steam? How long has it been there, Jeremy? Years? Yes, months? plural is correct. Two. Two years. RCE so flaw in Steam. A Steam and they can launch any executable on your system whatsoever. Or well, they can set up like a CSGO server and wait for a bunch Why of people to join Valve ever hire CSGO Peter server. Gabriel? Seriously. <laughs> anyway. Uh, they, they, at least I got that. Thank you. That was worth it. And yeah, so if you, you could actually set up a CSGO server and then just serve this exploit to every single person that was on it. And so Secret Club, uh, which are white hat hackers of some description that I've never heard of being, you know, a secret club, uh, pointed this out two years ago that there was a flaw in the source engine that let you just run arbitrary executables if someone said, okay on a Steam invite or joined your server. And, well, they, much like, you know, their game releases, they sat on it for a while and didn't do anything until these guys finally said, you know what, it's been this long, we're going to publicly dispose it, disclose it. We, this is ridiculous, people have to know. And so within 24 hours or so, it had not just been patched, but uh, an, sort of an apology went out very quietly. And now they're going to be writing a paper on exactly how this code worked, what was the flaw, and how to exploit it now that Valve's finally bloody patched it after two years. It's, yeah, it's a little bit scary considering the amount of uh, CSGO and Team Fortress 2 and other source ports that I've played over the years. Maybe there were uh, some of the reasons for those odd issues I have. Probably me, though. Our final news story. Oh. Discord. Remember when we talked about this a couple weeks ago? Discord was supported <laughs> by Microsoft. No more. Because, of course, this should surprise no one. They want an IPO. They want to get rich the old-fashioned tech way. They've, they've pursued the acquisition. They're like, you know what? We can make even more money. We just have an IPO because IPOs are hot right now. You can't buy any physical goods 
So you buy stock. So. Yeah, Microsoft would only pony up twelve billion, and that just uh, it just doesn't. Mm. They'll, they could potentially. Who knows how much their market cap would be? What if they yeah. went public this next week? Doesn't seem like enough. Yeah, that's crazy. Like just because get the money, get your product integrated into Xbox and yeah. Windows Ten. Write a contract that leaves you a piece of that. Yeah. Yeah. Get a piece of that. Hey, mark my words. April 21st, 2021. I hear some skepticism. But Discord's going to be huge once it goes public. (laughs) Do you know that the, well, the big one's going to be Clubhouse. If they go, if, are they public yet? What is going on with them? But this is the year of audio. Last year was the year of video chat. Everybody's sick of looking at each other. Now, this year is the year of audio with Clubhouse leading the way, and Discord probably looked at that trend with everybody launching their own audio chat drop-in mm-hmm. app and says, hey, we've already got voice chat. We've already got all these features. Let's just go public right now at the height of the Clubhouse hotness. That's what, I don't know, this is my completely unresearched opinion here. Well, that's that's it. Market the right tool fancy set. things that are portable that people can carry around and have enabled them to voice chat wherever they go. Mm-hmm. This is a new device that people should start thinking about. Hmm. I agree with you. Mm. <clears throat> I think that's, that could be big. Talking to each other by a voice, no video. We could call it like party lines or something. Mm. But you have to live in Jock- Nebraska to do that. <laughs> Hey, come on! We had some in Ontario and Quebec too. And you have to have right. more bandwidth, more bandwidth than a twenty-four hundred baud modem. Yeah. Oh, there was no bandwidth. Josh, no, did you, you like? Did you? Uh, Josh, did you ever see the thumbnail for last week's show? Twenty-four hundred baud. Twenty-four hundred baud. Yes. Yes. Twenty-four hundred baud. I can tell you. But uh, Bundle was doing the dramatic look, and so that that overshadowed everything. So I, he I was looking disturbed. It's and away you went. Raw photo editing. Okay. S- somebody labeled it as scared squirrel or something. Startled yeah. squirrel. He was, yes, he was doing that. That vintage dramatic, book, squirrel. dramatic squirrel. Mm-hmm. All right. This well, ends well, the now, news portion of our show. And we go on to reviews. We have two reviews this week. Brett, you did a review of some power supplies from Fractal. You know, I've sort of been known for this recently, for doing a lot of uh, like power supply type stuff. I mean, I guess I've become kind of like the new power supply guy. I'm trying to learn, trying to get a little bit better at it. You know, I'm I'm no previous power supply dude, but um, what, Lee, Lee, you know, yeah, Lee was Lee, 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 Lee Garbutt was Lee. Lee was Robotech. Had a lot of yeah, a lot of good stuff. He had a very nice testing methodology and and the setup to handle it all. So I am a a mere amateur in, in attempting to, hey, at least to you would, try and figure out that. Yes, I am. And I, and I wrote that and I wrote that in the, in the review. So yeah, I got a couple of, Oh, they're right here. Okay. Everybody ready. Let's sing. Boom, 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 boom. I've got the power. Do, do, do. No, that's dumb. I'm going to put it away. Yeah, <laughs> please don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> put that away. Put that down. Stop doing that. Never sing again. So yeah, fractal Correct. power supplies. I uh, I hooked up the 850 to a bunch of uh, GPUs and uh, took a look at them, and uh, these are they're, they're pretty nice. They're all metal, uh, very quiet. Um, 
took a beating and and kept on uh, pumping the electrons out. Um, very reasonably priced. The 850 tops out. That's that's where the top of their line is. It tops out at 109 dollars, 99, 109.99. I like fractal stuff. They uh, they tend to uh, provide a reasonable. Um, documentation, which uh, is just below the what's in the box area here. I like the fact that they include the um, the pinouts and the diagrams and uh, things of that nature to kind of help you along and say, hey, if you need to build some extensions, here's all where the voltages are. These cables, I was not completely enamored by the uh, cable quality. They're okay, although I didn't really like the 24-pin one. It was a little stringy on the ends. Like um, the Corsair ones are a little bit nicer in that they kind of... Um, gather them up a little bit. The, the rest of them are okay. I didn't really like that one. That one's not very aesthetically pleasing. But it, it did the job. Not everything is an Apple product. It's okay. You know, you, it's okay if you're keep power supply. It's okay if you're somebody really, really good with that 24 bin. That would, leave, that would leave gouges. Big marks. Big marks. Dangerous. People who go to the hospital if they're getting whipped by that thing. Absolutely. <laughs> you say Although it's flail-like. The Corsair yeah. one, I would... It's almost had nine tails. In comparison, or, yeah. I would I would like less to be flailed by the Corsair 24 pin, if I was to compare. <laughs> in all, if I, I had my druthers, hard, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I would prefer to be flailed by the by the fractal one. The Corsair one is a bit stiffer, a little bit more okay. whippage to it. Let's let's take a look at the innards here. Yeah, look actually, really well done. I have to say, um, the layout is spectacular in, in, is internally. No wasted space. Who makes Fractal these had a lot for them? I don't know. I, I forgot we to ask. We need to start finding uh, out. We need to start finding out who the yeah, OEM is. Like I didn't Super get back Flower, to Andrew on this. Is it? Yeah. Well, I, I looked at the uh, internals on them, and a lot of these subboards all have Fractal labeling on them. So they had a, oh. they had a, a hand in, in uh, creating of all of it. But look at this beautiful layout. Not yeah. components up against each other. Really nicely separated so that they don't overheat. The, a neighbor. Now, this is not a production model. There's, I'm not seeing all that extra glue no, no. and all that stuff they put around these things to keep them from vibrating. They're, they're, they're fairly clean but on the inside. Really. Dude, that, the, yeah. These are renders. Yeah, these are renders. Yeah, yeah. They're, but they're, they're actually fairly clean on the inside. Let me tell you that. But that isn't... Okay. But they're nice I, renders. They're nice renders, yeah. So, like I Just said... Just imagine uh, what you're getting. I see we're, <laughs> we're doubling up on the... <laughs> Power supply oh, testers oh, here. You have you've you have gone to the punchline. Uh, so this is um, this is my test bench, all plugged into the uh, thermal take. There are many uh, like it. P three. Where's the thirty eighty? Come on. It, that well, like I said in my uh, my reviews here, I love the eighties. I started with the ten eighty. I went to the twenty eighty, and I kicked it with the thirty eighty. I did oh, all okay. three. Oh, nice. I did all three. Yep. So you can see there's the 2080 in the middle, right there. Uh, that center, yes. that's right there. That's the that's the 2080 uh, EVGA 2080 OC. And the next one is the Supreme, the Supreme. Right. Yes, yeah. not Supreme. Yes, <laughs> Supreme. And you, that's the reason why I had to have uh, two of those devices because the Supreme takes three. Count them three. Yes. Eight. A as all proper PCI graphics cables. cards should. Oh. Of for course. that peak power draw of what, like 460, 480 watts? Um, I think I got this one up into the low fours, mid fours, okay. actually. Uh, my, my overclock was not horrendous, but I measured ah, the right. entire the entire system delivery at uh, um, 
a solid mid sevens, closer to eight, 800 watts, right around in that area. And I graphed it. You know, I pulled the, um, I, uh, I pulled the data as it was mm-hmm. flying by and uh, graphed, you know, where a 1080 was, how much it was pulling from uh, an 850 watt power supply. This is amps. So it tops out in the, in the mid, um, you know, mid to low 40s, 40 amps of uh, the entire uh, machine. This is a 10700K overclocked to 4.9. Didn't go super uh, high overclock because I didn't want to mess with the power draw. I just wanted to say, okay, within um, what the uh, board will automatically deliver, you know, let's let's push the megahertz to not a, don't crash on me because I got a lot of tests to run here. But I did want an OC because I wanted it in the zone of of um, enthusiast range, you know, amateur enthusiast range at that. So the next one will be watts, which is probably what we would be more familiar to people. So the 1080 was drawing with this is entire system, so all watts. I mean, I did have I do have plots for. Um, individual components, but this just seemed, you know, more reasonable just to plot the whole thing. So this came out to almost 500 watts peak with the 1080, the entire system. This is all rails. This includes 3.3, 5 volt, multiple 12 volt rail or multiple 12 volt, 12, 12 volt um, draws. 2080, obviously higher, mm-hmm. definitely into the low four, uh, um, upper 40s. Uh, this is getting closer to uh, plus 500, over 500 watts. That's Closing in on 600 watts, uh, max draw there. The next one down would probably be the most interesting for people nowadays. Oh, yeah. Here we the, go. With the 3080 drawing, uh, this is uh, in the mid-60s uh, from an amperage. So definitely, you know, you're kind of going up by 10 amps practically per generation here. Man. And we're uh, kissing the upper 700-watt range. Uh, on an on an 850-watt power supply, yeah. this would normally, and I made an observation here, that this would normally push uh, an 800, 850-watt power supply well outside of its efficiency zone. And I got to hand it to Fractal here, and I included the charts up, up above in the uh, review. This still has this close to 89%, 88% efficiency at mm. an 800-watt, 90% pull, 88% pull out of it and it was not overdone uh it was not cooking i was making a little sizzling sound like i mentioned like uh you know very small bacon sound uh (laughs) just you can hear it right you know that tiny little sizzling sizzling noise the fan was not wailing and it was not overheated i was open air so when i made that observation uh, it it was easily cooled because i just had it sitting there you know out on the test bench but it worked great um if you're gonna run a 3080 in my mind, an 850-watt power supply is a legit minimum. I shit you not. Did I just say that? I mean, I'm kidding you not at all here. Get an 850. <laughs> if you are if you got a 3080 with a reasonable CPU that you want to overclock. If you're an enthusiast, that's, that sounds... Right, but that's, that's the reality of uh, Intel desktop yeah. and NVIDIA graphics card right now. That's crazy to me that you can pull almost 800 watts... Yeah. Total system from one GPU and one CPU. You don't have like 10 hard drives in there and 30 case fans. 32 gig. And- 32 gig of RAM. Uh, 280 AIO. Dual, dual 140s. Um, minor OC on the CPU, like I said, plus 200. So it's 4.9 OC, uh, all core. Um, trying to think of what else was anything special on there. Uh, two SSDs, well, an NVMe and an SSD. Um yeah, no, it's a uh, you know, typical enthusiast system. 
um, that if you're lucky enough to have gotten a late 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 model graphics card, you have best get yourself do, one of do these. You, do you have a physics card? Oh, uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna how say no. How many watts? Every oh, card's a physics ball. card now. Thirty-five, <laughs> forty watts. It's Activity it gets interesting tools. when you start breaking these out and say, well, you know, how much was the CPU drawing? I actually have that data. You know, how much mm. was the GPU drawing? How much is the rest of the system drawing? It just well, was so an Intel a CPU, clutter so of charts. 300 watts, right? About 300 <laughs> watts. Uh, just, just south just of that. The about, number. And then you add 400 about, for the NVIDIA GPU. About 260. Hard drives, uh, you know, yeah. all in one looking cooler. There's your 800 yeah. watts. So you an 850 yeah. has become the new minimum Kind of. If you're going enthusiast level. But, but do you have I a would coffee not buy cup a warmer plugged into your USB? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might if I let it run long enough. Uh, yeah. You know those high high speed ports with more amps. You need more charging anyway, amps for your coffee. This yeah. is some really interesting data, in my opinion, and I'm going to be working on this more. <laughs> I'm going to be working on this hey, more and try and get a test like suite going. And it's good. This, this is out. moving in the right direction. I like how you hey, break it down by I'm GPU. Trying. It's more accessible. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. We're advertising our own reviews here. But check it out. The full review by Brett about these power supplies with even more Please photos do. than I scrolled through here. Check it out. Oh, a lot of photos. I will only cover my review this week for about one minute. Don't worry. I just want to show you the inside of this thing. It's a. Am I gonna hold my breath during? Don't you, hold your breath. Don't you hold can, your breath. Give me, give, me, give me the go, I, and I'll. I and want I'll do Josh. It. I want you. You're an audio <laughs> guy. You're wearing some creators. Ready? Josh, you're gonna need to be able to speak. Wants to pipe in. Okay. Right? External <gasps> sound card. What? what? External oh. sound card. Oh, here we go. Let's see what's in this external desktop sound card, which is like a headphone amplifier and DAC combined. It's the GSX 300 from Epos. Now they've absorbed the Sennheiser brand. Now they're kind of doing their own branding this is still the co-branded uh effort but that's changed anyway it supports high resolution audio which means it'll do 24-bit 96 kilohertz which every internal sound card can do so that's not really special what this can do that your internal sound card might not be able to do is easy switching between two channel and simulated 7.1 it kind of takes the place of that feature that's on a lot of gaming headsets josh okay I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. It was it was more than a minute, and plus I'm out of shape. It was like 45 seconds, but ah, oh, shaving cream. All right. <clears throat> okay, continue on. Let's move back quickly. So it's 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 got the features of a basic gaming headset. It's got a volume dial, uh, or volume knob, and a button to switch between 7.1 and 2.0 on the front. What's the what's the feel in the volume knob? Is it okay. um, is it's it plastic. silky smooth? Let's is move it past all of that. Uh, the sound okay. was a little weak, so I wondered what is driving this thing. What kind of headphone amplification is in this? So I took it apart, and I discovered there's almost nothing inside there's of this thing. Wires. And uh, this this one Connexent chip, the CX twenty one nine eighty eight. Is this? How did you ultra- get such a nice picture did, of that? Did, that's did that's you use it? Impressive. Did you use enhance? Did you use enhance? Use enhance. Nope. That is God, just man. my trusty Nikon micro forty millimeter lens. Yep. On a okay. tripod. This chip is one of those ultra integrated chips that has no crystal. It has all of the amplification on board. Everything is here. It's it's meant for, and this is tiny. 
It's meant for one of those little USB-C to 3.5 millimeter cables. This is the kind of chip they put in those. And that's... It's about three resistors tall. Yeah, it's... I said, this component selection seems to validate my impression that the sound from this unit lacks power. So that's the end result, is that this uh, this Connexent chip, which is, it should be in a USB-C cable, is actually in a desktop headphone amplifier, and it sounds like it. So uh, your motherboard audio probably sounds better than this, unless you have serious interference issues, noise, like when you move your mouse around or something, and this would mitigate that. It wasn't loud, but it, it my the two laptops I tested had higher output from the headphone jack than this did. So that's disappointing. Yes. So that was my mm. review of the how GSX much does it, How much does that cost, though? 80 bucks. Wow, that's, that's, that's cheap at half the price. I was thinking like $39, because at least if you have one of those USB-C-only devices and you want analog 3.5 millimeter, it has a mic and headphone jack. But that, the chip they're using is just not suitable for... Any kind of desktop. Dude, they're, they're like, you know, uh, serious tube amp DACs for about that same price. And I mean, yeah, they're not great, really? but they're going to be better than that. Mm. Yeah. I can't argue with you. I have a $100 creative that I bought years ago. It's mm-hmm. the Sound Blaster it's SB1240 or something like that. And it's it's fine. It's not amazing, but it's very good, and it has a very good analog to digital converter, so you can use it to record like off of old records or tapes or something, and just something you'd think around. It's pretty flat, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's just yes, but it, but it, but it, yeah, but pushes. So yeah. it has more than enough power. And I was using yeah, very reasonable headphones. It was the eighty nine hundred X's, the Audio Technica nine hundred X's that I bought last end of last year, thirty two ohm. 100 decibel sensitivity. It's, yeah, they're easy to drive. And they were, I was hitting a wall just listening to, to music with these things. Anyway, uh, let's move. Hey, hold up. We have a new patron member cool. who just joined. Let me, uh, I just got the flash here. Uh, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is all this going on with the email? Stop doing that. Stop doing all that. KR Ducky. Stop. Care Ducky. Oh, oh don't his, don't take his pledge. His message <laughs> his message is Linux is the superior platform for servers, laptops, and desktops. It is. You're it right. is honest opinion. It's and it's the uh, correct opinion. Oh Ducky. You are correct, sir. Move it along. Especially server if you want a lot of cores. It's like Wendell was saying last week. Windows kind of has like a problem. Many cores? With too many cores, too many threads. Not Linux. It does. It has puts on a sad face. Mm-hmm. Do 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 do. All right. Review time is over. We're an hour and eleven minutes into the stream, approximately. Wow. And it's time. We didn't have that many, light, have that many topics. Week. It was yeah. week. Yep. Do you know what the penguin on top of your television set is doing? Who's going to kick us off picks of the week? It's got to be Josh, right? You know, it's so funny. It's so funny that we're talking about audio because mm. uh, funny with other people. And you know what? I, I, I had to take the dive on this one. Ordered it up, waiting for it to come in. I, I haven't had Ooh. a creative. 
sound blaster sound card in I would say the last one I had was an X-Fi in 2007, 2008. And, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is going to be the first one in ages. Uh, you know, it actually has the, uh, the, the, the saber chips in there. It's a fairly high end card. I mean, it's 141 bucks, which is not inexpensive, but you know, in the big scheme of things, when you can buy a, uh, Radeon 6700 XT for $1,000, it, it sounds much more reasonable. What's, and the, hash sound rate? Is, What's the hash rate on the sound card? Core 3D does not have a hash Josh, rate. Josh, $1,000 is cheap at any price. If it's shiny if you know made I mean. by Apple. Are you my son? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I don't think so. Uh, no. Hey, no, you know, anyway. I, I happen to have oh, a few man. of these anesthetic bags at hand. I just wanted to. Uh... Why are you rustling? Okay, what are let's you see. Doing? Let's see Josh, your Josh is, Josh, Okay, this is this is the one. I don't want to show off here. Oh, oh. my! What a big sound card you let's have. Let's go to my camera here. If mm. I can remember how to do this. You didn't even populate your dims. No, I don't have dims for this. I don't have any compatible dims. I thought about buying some. That, like that was for uh, the, the I, I sound tables, the MIDI sound tables, right? Yeah, that was the MIDI yeah. sound tables. They needed space. It has some built-in memory. This is an A32. But the but... important thing is it has a game port. <clears throat> oh, yes. Mm. Give, give me the specs on your dims. Josh's doesn't. No, it's, it's like EDO RAM. This is oh, the CT20 seconds. Oh, yeah, it's EDO. The EDO Sims. Hmm. Yeah, they're Sims, not Single even Dims. Right, they're, yep. they're Sims. Yep. Yeah. They, they were such a popular uh, form factor yeah. in the day. But in, in terms of uh, overall specs, the, the card, you know, has some good stuff, and, it, and it's got an integrated amp, uh, and, it's, and it's two different amps, you know, one for each uh, channel when you've got a headphone. Which is nice because you know a lot of the cheaper ones have you know one amp and they go into two, um, what you call it, channels, and so uh, this is you know separated. So you know in theory you'll you'll have better performance because you you don't have you know. Okay, think about how sign you know how waves do and, and audio waves and that, and you've got a power source that's trying to do it both. I mean it's it's going to get dirty. And so when you have, you know, separate amps doing that stuff, you're going to have better overall audio. Now, as long as uh, your your front channel connectors on your case are, are decent, that'll be okay. But I guess you could probably use the back as, as well of the card. But yeah, no, uh, you know, I, I haven't experienced... Uh, creative software in a while and let me tell you that that used to be an experience back in the day so i'm, I'm looking forward to the challenges uh that they will provide me with uh such uh, drivers and uh and and features and software so uh you know it's going to be an adventure I, i'm looking forward to it it's uh, something i haven't done in, in ages and uh you know audio is important to me i've, I've got pretty decent sound stuff around me and and uh i've been using integrated uh, probably since Ozentech uh, was around in 2008, 2009. And then I went to Motherboard. And yeah, it, it, I think yours just may get a little numb to it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to trying it out and seeing how well it works. 
So anyway, that's uh, my pick. And uh, yeah, audio rules. And it's like the only thing you can buy right now. Exactly. SSDs. <laughs> GPUs. Can't, can't hash on it, Josh. <laughs> yeah, can't good. hash on it. And it has no storage, but it, it sounds good. All yeah, right. maybe maybe you're the the next wave. You're the leading edge here. You're gonna get that sound oh, card. Lord. You're gonna find out. That yeah, exactly. Mines no one. It's probably got a DSP. There's a high so... pitch squeal. Uh... Oh, mine's good. Well, uh... and another, next thing you know, it's gonna be farms of just a pair of headphones with a microphone aimed at it, and <laughs> that's how it's it, gonna yeah. do the hash. And it, uh, Wait, what's this yeah. hand motion you're doing here? What was that again? The finger. Oh, going you don't into know. The... That one? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Head, head, headphones. Right. And that's a that's the universal cupping. sign for headphones. Yeah. Cough. Yeah. No. <clears throat> All right. Please, no Jeremy, save us. What's your pick? I don't know. Okay. All right. Moving on. Brett. I no. Just had carpal pick. You don't, carpal you don't tunnel. Know? All right. Yeah. No. This uh, is the thing. Yeah. So in my desperate search for a pick this week, because it's it's been a week. Uh, was, hey, you know, it's been a long time since I've seen a brand new vertical mouse come out because there are a lot of people that for, you know, the damage that they've done, it's actually a good thing to have. And so Logitech has put out one of their brand new MX verticals. These guys have been around forever. This one looks a little bit different. Uh, if you scroll down, it looks a little high, I think, for a lot of people. Uh, that seems, hmm. you know, like a fair sized grip, but then again, with a USB cable right beside it, I may just be looking at it wrong. But uh, so this one is dongled with 2.4 gigahertz wireless. You can use the unifying receiver because, well, it's Logitech and you can uh, plug it in. It's, you know, it, it's something that does need to be talked about that because there are a lot of us that have, with repetitive stress injuries have hit the point where you can't use a mouse anymore. I am not yet one, uh, but uh, I know that there are many of them out there. And, you know, it's nice to see that you can still get these. I, I knew a guy that had one with the integrated trackball that used to game on it. He, he played like cod blops on it and could actually do it, which was terrifying. At 90 bucks, it's a little bit more than you'd want to pay, but honestly, if it really, really helps with your RSI, it's really worth it, and you know, chances are you can get some sort of insurance to play for it. So there that's, you go. That's not a bad Forget price because this this ergonomic stuff is usually very pricey. Oh yeah, usually it's one ninety. Um, yeah, so don't. I did a review of one of these. Uh, it looks like 2016, and it was from Evolian. Right, like it's been Evolient. a long time since I've seen one of these. And this was pretty tall too, but it was a, a chunkier design. I don't know if I have a picture of. My hand actually on it, but it's huge. And do you, do you still have it? Do you still have it? I would have to look for it. It's been a few years. Here we go. Here's a picture of my hand holding it, which doesn't really tell you anything because you can't see no, the, rest looks of like the mouse. <laughs> but yeah, it's about uh, the size of a that, hand. Except that you were a hand model uh, in a previous life. Yes. It was probably some photoshopping of some. Uh, who knows? <laughs> anyway, uh, did a better job. Here, here, look, here's a picture of my camera being shiny. reflected inside the light tent. It's very shiny. Oh, but yeah, these yeah. things, this was like a $100 mouse. And it, it, it's a very different feel to, to have your hand sideways on the desk. It. But yeah, it does, it completely changes. There's no stress on your wrist anymore. You're just moving your arm. 
It uh, honestly, it reminds me of a lot of the artifacts from uh, the Expanse. The way that it sort mm-hmm. of looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. Not like the Schwarzenegger uh, Mars one. Okay. No, for, not not like that at all. Right. Uh, I see we're scraping Look, the bottom of the barrel of picks here. No one was more desperate than me <laughs> looking for, like, what? I actually have I a mean, real pick I've, for one. You got a hell of a lead up here. Josh has a real pick. No. And Brett has this. No, hmm. I've, I've got this. I've got this. If you don't have one of these by now, my stapler. For God's sakes, man. Yeah, go, really? guy, go get the red stapler. stapler. Have the red stapler. Have you seen my... Wait, I'm going to... Have you seen, I'm, no, I'm going to do the best one. I was, I'm told, sorry. I was gonna, told that I could have my radio on at a reasonable volume, <laughs> and I looked outside, and the, the squirrels, and they were married, I, and and I'm going to burn the burn the whole place down when I come back. Get some unseen my stapler, and make sure that you get the Rio red one, not the brick red one, not the lipstick red one. Is that red? It's hard to Rio. tell with your with your white balance. I'm not sure if that's yeah, orange. it's a little bit. The is white balance orange? is a little off. Looks a little orangey. Trust me, yeah, this is correct. I don't know. This is the correct Rio Red. You've got it. Okay. Do I have Do I have to show the part? I, I, I tried something? the Boss stapler, and, and, and it didn't have the same action. Didn't have the same action. If you don't I'm, have one I'm of these, I'm here to talk go, to the people. I'm here to talk go to get the people. One. Don't want to go the engineers to talk to them. Because talk to the people. I talk to the people so the engineers I don't have to. What is wrong you know what with I took, you people? <laughs> I took something from work too. <laughs> you know. Anyhow, hey, my pick this week really blows. Usually, it's a compressed air machine. Listen, if you are yeah, like I can me, already pick this. Uh, well, I'm picking it again because <laughs> I bought one of these exact ones. They're about fifty bucks. I watched a video by uh, Techmoan on these and the one that he recommended wasn't available in the US. So I found this one had very good reviews and it's great. It it blows really hard. In fact, on setting 1, it's more powerful than any canned air I've ever used. And on setting number 2, it's excessive. It blows things away, it may even damage things. It comes with a bunch of attachments you can sort of mitigate the impact of its insane power. Is that how you did your hair? Yes. Of the one I've got Green data blower. Let's see if it. No, I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, I've I I bought one of those some years ago. Not that kind, but it's 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 a white one and it's a metal entire covering. And yeah, that thing just just you. It says you know if you use it for five minutes, you need to let it cool down for like twenty. Yeah. <laughs> now that's so it's it's it's. It's awesome. I don't. I don't use canned air anymore. It's a. It's a. It's a thing of beauty. Is it the Metro DataVac? Here it is. Here it is. This is the one I've got. It's more expensive, (laughs) but it is. Let me. uh, Let me throw it in the. uh, Okay. The PC per public chat. I've got this thing, and it's a monster. And yes, it's more expensive, but it's all metal, and it's got all the attachments. And it, all the it's a 500 watt motor, 70 CFN, man. Uh, yeah, that's 70 CFM. That looks like one of them old weed killers, but repurposed. Yeah, no, this thing's fantastic. Yeah, but mine's cheap. I mean, it is more expensive than yours, but let me tell you, it's 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 0.75 really horsepower. Maybe. That's more power. Yeah. 
More power than I need. More power. More power. The fan, if yeah, you, you blow this into a system, loser. you blow this yeah. into a system, your fans well, dude, will that's make because horrible you snort noises. Bittering agents do nothing I for you. I huff it. I don't <laughs> snort it. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what we're talking Get about Get it anymore. right, damn it. Actually, I take the I take the machines outside and use the actual garage air compressor. You got to okay. watch spinning up the how fans big, though, because they'll go into hyperspace. No, no, well, tape those fans down. All, you will generate that's, electricity. It's the all sound inductance. that they make. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Brett, how big is your tank in your garage? You have one of those big. Um, I think like, it's a no. It's a thirty thirty three gallon. Okay, it's not huge. I have a. I think mine is one or two gallons, two and a half. It's the smallest little Campbell Housefield thing. Yeah, a little pancake, little pancake one. And it sucks because you you let it run, and it's obnoxious how loud it is. You let it run for like 20 Mm. minutes. You get about a minute (laughs) out of it. 20 PSI? I let it go up to about 90, 100, whatever its limit is. And then I can use it to clean one system. And then it's got to get plugged back in again, turn it back on, let it run, let it run. So this is way better, and it's cheaper. Oh, I hear you. Uh, and horrific systems. I have literally forced them to drive me down to the gas station. <laughs> Dialed the pyro, tire pump oh, yeah. down to the lowest yeah. PSI it will possibly do and blow it out after either you know taping or tying down the fans. Cause... And have you noticed that the cloud of stuff that comes out of there, there's just no way to like totally avoid it because some of it comes right back yeah. at you. Yeah, it always, yeah I try to go outside on the chunks. patio and the wind takes it right back in my face. Oh, oh. always. Better than doing it inside no where how. it takes it right back inside the case and just laughs at you. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else, gentlemen, or can we wrap this show up? Uh, as in like in latex? That's a different uh, show no, entirely. We're wrapping up. It's on after this. We're wrapping it up. Well, let's say goodbye. Uh, I'll just cut most of that and uh, say goodbye <laughs> this week. Talk good to night, you next Gracie. week. Hey, good night. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>